everyone. Welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. Um, it has been a little bit, again, not a little bit since you've heard us, but a little bit since we've sat down and taped. There's a lot that's going on, and that's why we think that today's topic is going to be good to talk about. We are going to be talking about maintaining your life balance, because we're just going to give everybody a little recap of the past two weeks, because it has not really been fun. Also, too, if you're here to be negative or anything of the sorts because we found these things to be bigger deals for us and you don't see them as a big deal, that's fine. That's your opinion. But these were very impactful things that happen. Uh, at the start of this, like when you guys are probably going to be listening to this on Tuesday, uh, September 27th, but we are taping this on Monday, September 26th, and... Two weeks ago today, my cat Luxor passed away. I'm pretty sure we talked about that in the podcast before this, right? I, think, I don't recall. I think we did. If not, we definitely did on the live. So two weeks ago, and this was very unexpectedly. However, um, my cat Luxor was a stray that came in off the streets about, what, 12, 13 years ago. And at the time, the cat was probably about five or six so Luxie lived a really good life with us it was still very sudden and very unexpected and it wasn't a good time also uh, within that same amount of time you guys know that we had been struggling with uh, Verizon Fios for a really long time which was a reason too that a lot of our lives got postponed and stuff like that because we had to get new Wi-Fi and all of that stuff so that same week we did that which wound up taking like an entire day, and that was a whole production. Around that time, we had started to notice that my dog Dallas, who most of you know, he was adopted originally with my dogs, uh, Finn and Penelope. Dallas was the third. About seven years ago, we adopted them. And you guys know that Dallas recently was going to physical therapy multiple times a week. He was also recovering from having an ulcer sort of around Christmas time. And he was doing really, really good. In fact, I think about two podcasts ago, we did do an update and he was doing well. We did notice that he did appear to be in a bit more pain. So we started taking him for more treatments. He was responsive to them, which was awesome. He went on Thursday, the 22nd. He went to physical therapy. He came home. Um, he had these two very strange episodes. Again, I'm not going to get really into all of the detail of this. He had these two very strange episodes that warranted what we thought was a visit to the vet. So literally, he hadn't even been home from the vet two full hours. Literally, we took him back to the vet where they said that they were going to admit him. He was seen at that point by the cardiologist that was on staff and said, mm, this kind of sounds like a heart issue. He was there overnight where I continued to call every two to three hours, and he was all good, he was all good, morning, he was all good, around two o'clock, we got a phone call from our primary vet, Dr. Denise, that said that he had stopped breathing, and she was just calling to tell me that they were going to do everything that they could do, they did perform CPR, they did sort of get him back, um, but there was still some breathing issues and a bunch of other things. We were given a lot of information and told a lot of things, but we were told, let's see how everything goes. 
about two hours after that, he had another one of the episodes that, unfortunately, he did pass away. So my dog Dallas passed away on Friday, 23rd. And that is why this is all relevant today, which is maintaining a life balance, because both myself and my mom have gone through situations in life where you still need to maintain your life. My mom can talk a little bit now about what the time was like during her mom being sick and how you still had to maintain and also too years ago if you guys don't know my grandma was um, diagnosed with breast cancer when I was 16 and there was a bunch going on so you want to talk about that I think first of all and um, foremost everyone has to realize we don't have a magic answer as to how to balance your life nope. uh, I don't know if you even can you know certain people are triggered by certain events in their life that are bad or good and um it sort of is an upheaval to your everyday routine. As a person who thrives on non-change and routine, any little thing can usually trigger me to unbalance my life. Uh, the only thing that holds it together is at night I come back with myself and I go over my day and I say, how do I ground myself for tomorrow, hoping that it'll be a better day. Um, when I was very, very young, when I was six years old, my mother got very ill. She was bleeding internally and um, she didn't know and she was admitted to the hospital. Her recovery from that, where she, they took both of her ovaries and a large part of everything that is internal to a woman. Uh, she had a major, major hysterectomy, and she came home, and the recovery was very long. And I was six, and I was used to going to dance class and doing these different things, and I had to have other people take me where my mother would have been the one to take me. I had to help her with things. She couldn't bend she constantly dropped things. I had to pick them up. So I remember how much that change affected me. And then years later, when Oriana was 16, in fact, on her 16th birthday, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that was another upheaval because at the time I was homeschooling Oriana. She was going on auditions. She was meeting with record labels. There was a lot of things going on. And I had to find a balance to still be a mother, still be a wife, still help or take care of her pets. Also, and still take care of my mom. Your dad was still alive and right. dealing with um, yeah, having dementia. dementia. Yeah. And my father, who had had several strokes and heart attacks, although was functioning, could walk and talk and eat and feed himself and everything, he was getting the middle to later signs of dementia and Alzheimer's. So it was a major upheaval, 16, when, or that was approximately uh, 16 years ago. So that have been the major points in my life up until when my mother passed away and that year that she passed away which is now going on six years or seven years uh, she six. passed away in 2017 so it's that amount of time my mother was here on the weekend she was fine she was well we had dinner everything was great i took her home as i did every sunday night and Monday afternoon, um, late eve early evening around 5 o'clock, I got a call that she had lost consciousness and that she was admitted to the hospital. And she never fully regained the ability to talk or communicate with us other than my moving her feet and blinking her eyes. So those are the major points of my life that are bad things that changed my life and unbalanced me. Uh, there are good things that can unbalance you. Marriage, children, um, engagement, a new boyfriend, a new girlfriend, uh new job, a great job, a promotion, a move, all of those things are positives and they can also unbalance your life. But um, we're choosing to talk about these because I think these 
other things that truly, truly make it difficult. And as I said, I don't claim to know how to balance your life. And as someone who really despises change, it is very, very difficult. But I do think that you have to look around you. If you are single or solitary and something has happened that is not good, I think it is far easier to just succumb to whatever it is and be like, I'm going to dwell here in my grief or I'm going to dwell here in my trying to get better or I'm going to dwell in whatever it is. But when there is a house involved and children involved and a spouse involved and pets involved, you don't have the time to sit back and just be like, okay, I'm really sad or I'm really sad or I'm really upset or I'm really concerned because life has to go on and it is going on around you all the time. You can't just stop taking your kids to school or making sure they have lunch or dinner or breakfast. You can't stop doing the laundry. You can't stop doing all the everyday things that people look to you to do. And that's where it becomes hard. So I, I think for me, and then I'll let Oriana speak some more, one of the things that I think is the best way to get back to that balance is to never break certain continuities. I think that's great advice. And for what that means is even though we were wickedly upset about Dallas being in the vet all night, we maintained the same things we did with the dogs normally. We fed them at the same times. We said the same things to them. We tucked them in at the same time. We watched television at the same time. We went to bed at the same time. So first and foremost, look for the little things that you can physically, mentally, and emotionally still maintain continuity with. I think why that's also super important is because in the case of sometimes small children and animals, they don't understand the validity of what just happened. Um, Also, too, this was really important to talk about because we faced two changes back to back. Because there was obviously a change when the cat passed away and then a larger change when Dallas passed away. Um, What she said is really important. We did maintain and continue to maintain the same schedule for the dogs. The dogs still sit down and watch TV at the same time. They still eat at the same time. We do everything exactly the same except those things don't have Dallas in the equation. Um including the fact that we make sure still that they're not left alone, um, unsupervised, because also, too, they do know something is different. And it's very obvious. Lana, in fact, that day acted very, very strange. So there were all of those factors. But I think, like she said, the important thing is remembering that there are other people around you that may still depend on you. And for us, that is always the pets. The pets are always around us and they depend on us. Um, There are still certain things that both my mom and myself still have to get done, whether that be for our personal lives, whether that be for the house, you know, even just regular things like maintaining and continuing our nail appointments and hair appointments and getting back on the schedule of having the cleaning people come. That is what helps you to sort of keep grounded. Um, It's also hard too, I think, when it comes to like exercising and maintaining that because I think it's very easy to when you're sad or have other things going on, you're like, you know, I don't really have the time or I don't really feel well. You have to take that time because eventually it will become second nature again. 
it's always like my mom said, it's always adjusting to a new normal. And I had remembered her saying that specifically the first week after my grandma had gotten sick because my grandma was always a very self-sufficient person and now she was bedridden in a hospital, basically unconscious, in a hospital that was about 45 minutes away from our house. So we had to adjust every day. Our life that time looked very different. And then she was moved into a nursing home. So then our day revolved around making sure we could go see her. So that was our new normal. And like I said, I always go back to her saying that every so often you have to adjust to a new normal. And see, in that case, the new normal didn't stay because when my grandma passed away, the routine of how things were before she got sick came back. In the instance of our one of our pets passing away it will now always change how things are even if there is in the future another pet or another this it's still not that same animal so in a way we are always adjusting to a new normal whether it be you know we now started a new job or now we're in a different school there's always going to be a place and a time that you're going to have to adjust. And I think my mom is a great example of, as she was saying, she doesn't like change. But sometimes she keeps the things that she can the same. So you do maintain a sense of, okay, I've always done this. You know, for the past almost year, we were going to the vet at least twice a week or once a week. This will be the first time in months that we haven't gone to a vet. And that seems weird, but we now have to adjust. We now have to focus on other things. I also think what people have to remember is when adjusting and maintaining a life balance is realizing it is very easy to lose yourself in these situations. It's very easy to say, you know what, it doesn't matter. I really don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. And then we set up another pattern, another dangerous pattern. Anything you'd like to add? I think, as I said, um, can you really maintain a balance? I don't think some people can. Mm -hmm. I think some people are great at it, and I think other people will struggle. Um, I think in certain things I'm great at it, in other things I can't, and in other things I struggle. But the little things are how you start to get back to balancing your life. If you, let's say for instance, you had a bad breakup, which I consider is the same thing as a loss. The only difference is you know the person still exists. Mm -hmm. But let's say this is a person you lived with or were, were married to for many years. Find the one thing that you did alone with just yourself, without that other person. In our case, without our dog, without our cat. Find that one thing that you did just for you and start there. Start real small. Like if you went for a walk every day at lunch, go for that walk. Because you didn't need that person before to do that. You don't need them now to do that. Find those little things. Like if you every Saturday met your friends for lunch or as in our case, if we took our dogs out every day at four o'clock in the backyard, do that. That's just a tiny bit of continuity that will get you back to balance where you need to be. And I think people need to also understand that 
not everybody is going to understand that you feel unbalanced. Mm -hmm. Your parents may not understand it, your spouse, your children, your boss. You can't expect a boss to be like, well, you lost your dog, so now you could take a week off from work. They may not allow that. And you can't afford to lose a job over it, and you can't afford to lose yourself over these things. You have to just come to terms with, my loss is personal, my unbalance is personal, and therefore the things I do then have to become personal. And that's why I said, don't involve a spouse, don't involve a child, don't involve another pet. Do what makes you feel as though you are gaining back some balance. It's also okay to move through those things and do those things at your own pace because everybody's everybody's grief is different everybody's timeline of dealing with things is different some people can move on from things rapidly I can move on from things very very quickly except for when it comes to the grief of my animals and that grief hits different every day so you also have to realize too there's gonna be days where like she said you are not gonna be able to maintain your life balance and then there are other days you're going to feel great. You're going to be like, wow, look at me today. I really got it. And the next day fall apart again. And that's okay. You have to be okay with the fact that every day is not going to be the same. We were having a conversation recently about how we often hear a lot of people, they seek a certain level of, how would I say it? They seek a certain continuity. level of continuity, continuity and, personality. and personality from people that they're involved with or live with or know. And that is almost impossible. Even if you think, if you're a person like me who thinks I'm basically the same every day, you're not. You're you, not. Yeah, and you can't say to people, well, you were always so happy. Now you don't seem happy. You don't know what happened that day. People cannot maintain the exact same personality traits every day. And this is one of those reasons. And that's, again, it's okay if five days in a row you're fine and on the sixth day you fall apart again. There's no shame in that. And there's also no shame in saying, hey, you know what? For right now, I'm not doing so good with my life balance. I need to continue to work on it. And you may have to work on getting back that life balance for a very long time again. Maybe even to the point of where you're unbalanced once again from something else. So that is why I said when we started this podcast, is there really the possibility of ever being completely balanced in your no, life. there's not. Or were you ever completely balanced in your life? But there's one other thing I want to tell you, and then Oriana can close it out with whatever is left. I'm going to give you this little tip that I think is helpful. It always worked when I was teaching. It worked me being a mother. It even works with adults, and that's why I'm telling you it. When you do make those little milestones of feeling better or feeling like you got through your routine or you accomplished all the things you once were able to accomplish in a day and you can do it again, reward yourself. Something simple. It doesn't have to be extravagant. If you were saying, you know what, I've been really good on my diet and I'm trying to maintain the balance of getting back together, have that ice cream cone. Have a piece of cheesecake. Buy yourself some flowers. If there's a blouse you've seen in a window, you've walked by every day and you're like, oh, I'd love to have that, go buy that blouse. Because those little rewards will internally and mentally say to you, you're doing good. You're getting to where you need to be. You are putting in the effort to become balanced again. You know, you don't realize, too, maintaining life balance in a lot of ways comes from some mental health things as well. 
And it's okay to sometimes admit, you know what, I need to reward myself to be able to complete this. That's not a bad thing. Rewards are not just for children. Sometimes as adults, you're often overlooked getting that pat on the back for doing something that to other people may seem very mundane. And I urge people around you, if you see that the person is struggling because their life is not what it once was, be that person that says, wow, you look great today. Or, you know, even something simple like, you smell good. What perfume or what cologne are you wearing? Or, wow, you know that thing you helped me out with? That was fantastic. I don't know how I could have done it out, done it without you. All those little things are rewards that people don't ask for because it seems weird to ask for them. Be that person that recognizes the people around you, even though maybe they fail every day, but on the one day you see them, they didn't fail, let them know. And also, too, what's very important is realizing while something may have thrown your life off balance, that same thing probably threw somebody else's life off balance that same day. And they feel it too. No one is ever going through something alone. Everything you feel or experience, somebody out there has gone through. Or is going through. And sometimes... Or will go through it in the future. And sometimes you can find comfort in things like that. At least I do to sometimes think... Because there were quite a few dogs the other day I did see that had passed away on the same day or around the same time as Dallas. Including one of my very best friends. And I'm not saying it's ever like, oh, well, thank God someone else's dog died too. No, it's about, well, you know what? I know that today that person's probably still feeling that pain of not being able to feed that dog or not seeing that dog. And be the person also that says, you know what? I know you're struggling even if you don't want to admit it to me. What can I do to help you? Take them out for a lunch. Even just take them out for a coffee. Bring them a coffee. Send them a little note. All of those things can help a person get back to their their normal, happy balance. And I will tell you just a quick thing to think about because you're gonna you're dealing with two people here that have that. You have people like my mom who don't like to burden people with when they're struggling or they're sad. Or you have people like myself who appear very strong that people overlook the fact that I can feel sadness. So it's sort of like, oh, well, she's always strong. Or if someone like my mom, you're like, well, you know, she can get through most things. And she doesn't really vocalize when she's upset. Don't do that to people either. Because sometimes people are really uncomfortable with saying, you know what, this is hard. And again, there's no shame in admitting sometimes that something is hard. And that you cannot maintain a certain integrity of life for that time. So I think this was a super, super great podcast. I I think we unburdened a lot from ourselves, and I think that this is a podcast that will really, really help people. So if you hear the podcast today and you think it might help somebody, suggest they listen to it. Say, hey, you know what? This mom and daughter, they're going through something. They've gone through other things. They gave some really good advice. Maybe this can help you. Right, because I'm not trying to toot our own horns. Beep, beep. But I do think that people will hear this and say, hey, you know what? They don't always have it all figured out. And maybe because today I don't have it figured out, what they said mattered. Right. Because that's what we try to do. We always try to make an impact on our listeners. And if you know somebody that you think we might help, and it might help them to actually reach out to us, 
please feel free to do that. We are always available for people to DM us or write us or yeah. or get to us on our Saturday Q&As and ask the question or identify themselves. You can be anonymous. We don't care. Whatever it is we could do to make you get back to a good, healthy, happy, balanced self, we'd love to try to do. What I will also make sure that we do for this week's Saturday Q&A is I will reference this particular podcast and I will say if there is anybody that listened to the, you know, Maintaining a Life Balance podcast and wants to talk about something, I'll clear a little bit of time in the Q&A for that because I do really feel it's important because I think there's so many people out there that are struggling to maintain a life balance with everything that's going on, but I think not a lot of people want to talk about it. And again, if you did like it and you do think this was great, please let us know. We really like to hear that that helps balance our lives again because you're like, you know what? We decided to do this podcast and it did matter. So we like to hear those things. So in the meantime, if you would like to connect with both of us on social media, you can. Our DMs are always open. We also both follow back. We're not above that. We love interacting with you guys. Also, too, you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We post new episodes all the time. Uh, Yeah, you can join us this Saturday. We've been doing these double feature Q&A sort of. um, Sometimes we talk about products or TV shows um, during the week not during the week, um, on our Saturday Q&A. So we go live in the morning, do a Q&A, then we break for a little bit, and then we come back. So we will be doing that again this coming uh, Saturday, which is October 1st, I believe. Where did September go? Yeah. It was just laced with trauma. That's what it was. But we do thank you for your support and your kindness. always. Because 99.9% of the time, that's what we get. And for the 0.1% of you that don't give that, that's okay. But uh, spread the wealth around. Go find another podcast and be mean to them, too. (laughs) So, again, we love and appreciate each and every one of you. We hope that you enjoyed this. You can join us for our Q&A. We have lots of exciting episodes coming up, including getting back on task with our Freaky Fridays, our Wicked Wednesdays. We do extra freaky stuff in um, October because it is not only we celebrate my birthday, but we celebrate the spooky month. So all of that coming very, very soon. So until next time, everyone. Have a great start to your week and just work on balancing the little things first and the rest will come. And if not, as we always tell you, grab a blanket, grab a cup of coffee or whatever your favorite beverage is. We had a reverb. Whatever your, your, I got lost. (laughs) Because that's what happens. I'm unbalanced. (laughs) And just grab a blanket and stay cozy.